I'm struck by how much we need this right now. Oh. The, the fire, the enthusiasm, the energy of local people. Um, we've, we've tried to start a kind of a grassroots movement. Um, and we're kind of talking about some voter registration, which is interesting to see that because the uh, an, an, Evans, an Evansville group of Indivisible, which is a sister group of ours, oh. uh, they've, they've really started a very strong grassroots registration program. And uh, while a lot of them are Democrats, it's not affiliated right. with the Democratic Party. It is strictly well, going Alice, door originally to door. They, would do, right. they want a good candidate. They did Republicans, too. Right. They, right. they want a good candidate. And so, you know, and so we're, we're thinking, we're trying to get to that point where we can go out and do some registration here, too. So well, it's, I think it's interesting The question to see with registration is that, that we now have voter registration when you get your driver's license. Motor voter, have, right. We have, you know, uh, Senator Wendell Ford started the motor voter bill. Uh, you know, that was, Very good. was a big Kentucky push. So the question is, is it a matter of registration or is it a matter of getting people to actually vote? Vote. Because I think, I, I, I don't know. And one of the questions that maybe we should ask is, you know, how many people are registered versus how many people actually vote? I think they had 85% of the black community registered yeah, yeah. for Harold Washington, oh, yeah. which was a huge, because it was a very close election. Mm -hmm. The final election, I mean, it was a three-way well, race the first time. this last one was a very close election. Yeah, and there right. there were a lot of people who didn't vote. So it makes a huge difference, and then there's places where uh, there's voter suppression going on, and from my understanding, if they have that, they still can only swing it a little they can't if if big groups come out. So it had to be the eighty five percent. That's high in Chicago. Mm -hmm. oh, that's really oh, that's no we get thirty three percent here. Yeah. 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 yeah, I guess I know it's an extremely small group. I'm not sure exactly how I want to approach what I want to say. Some of it's for you. Some of it's for us. There is so much going on in the United States these days that. Let's face it, we have a very controversial political environment. Uh, we have tremendous social issues that are being discussed all over this town. And there's so much happening that that may be part of why the attendance is not what we would like it to be. I submitted a letter, some of you probably saw it in the messenger inquiry last week, basically saying that our community has a decision to make. And do we want to move forward or do we want to live in the past? And when I see something like this, it disturbs me tremendously that I don't see any of our elected leaders here. It disturbs me that I don't, I don't think, see our local newspaper here to report on this activity. And, but there's, at the same time, so much going on. I mean. Let's face it, everybody has been focused on the hurricanes and the tragedies that have been going on and the earthquakes in Mexico and, and everything that's happening and just so much. Uh, it's really changed people's lives in looking at things. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, gee, I guess this next letter that I need to submit to the paper is gonna say, hey, where were you at this event? 
I mean, this now, is our, our library putting this on or partially supporting this, which is absolutely fabulous. We have got, you know, as fine a library system as I've ever seen where I've lived and this, anyway. And this series, this is the eighth or ninth, I forget, uh, event in this series. And this series is co-sponsored by a lot of organizations that are not even here tonight. Right. So I don't think it has to do so much with lack of interest as it has to do with with having to choose what are you doing tonight. And those same people are involved in a lot of the well, other activities that are going on in this yeah, room. You know, Angela is moving away. She's leaving well, like tomorrow or whatever. Right. But, but it's the NAACP, the Ministerial Association, the Human Relations Commission, uh, right. the American Association of University Women, and the library. <laughs> there was one more. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> but but we anyway, have, but so, but we, you know, that's where I'm going. There's do, so much yeah, happening. But Arnie, what we need to do is we need to sit down with representatives of all those organizations and say, okay, this has been going on for eight sessions now. Where do we go from here? How do we get some of the people that were coming regularly? How do we get them to come back? How do we rekindle interest? How do we get people who've never been to come? Because what we need to have a real conversation on race is we need a diverse group of people. And there have been times when we've had a very diverse group of people here talking and talking, speaking from the heart about their experiences and that part's been very successful. Uh, what we've done in the past, we've, these last two times we've had films, but before that we, we, read, we read and discussed a book. And it may be time to go back to that, to say, do your homework and come. You know, come prepared so that we're all kind of at the same place with something to talk about. And we have, and it's like we've been successful, or you've been successful. Well, you've I don't been, know you've been involved, I'm not involved yeah, but at you've all. Been. You, you'd have been successful, but this time is, you know, a dinner time for many families. Mm -hmm. It is midweek. It is, I mean, you're there's just, a lot of factors involved. There's a lot of factors involved. And and we did change it to 6:30. We did change it to 6:30. Oh, the Vietnam, yes. Vietnam series. Yes. We've got. Yes. Watching. You know, I mean, I hate to say it, but even the NFL thing between Trump and the NFL and every all that. Well, but that's not I mean, you mean. hear that all over town. But I'm always struck that it's been small groups in the civil. They were always small yes. groups. You know, it's one of the places I'm going to. Uh, in a few weeks is a place called Farmville, Virginia. And in Farmville, well, Virginia. Farmville's famous. Oh, yes. You know, do they know Farmville? Okay, I'm you know Farmville. Remember. Farmville, so yeah. Okay. Farmville was where a high school student named Barbara Johns led a walkout. She was fed up with the conditions of okay. black schools. Not enough blackboards, not enough desks. Some classes taught in Boston. It was terrible. She had enough, and they had a walkout there. And this is 1952, and this is what's going to start Brown versus Board of Education. Mm. This is no walkout, no Brown versus Board. She got the uh, kept after lawyer Hill, uh, who was Thurgood Marshall's associate, to take the case. This young, so that's a small group. What about the small, the Freedom Riders on those buses? That was a small. This is Al, first class, 25 people. <laughs> Alice. Okay, well, well, and that's what she's saying. She's saying ordinary people, regular folks. 
can get something it's done. Rare. It happened to have caught fire for Dr. King. We never know. I always like Gandhi's line, even if you're a minority of one. <laughs> I thought because yeah. that. that's the nature. Well, of I like your idea about getting all the groups together. At least yeah, a representative of each of the groups. I think we need to have another and, session. And, and to do something because it it is important. And when and this community, whether it's Owensboro or Davis County or whatever, does have to make a decision. And we continue to lose really outstanding leaders because people, I don't, they're either frustrated or burned out or see those green pastures mm -hmm. all over the place well, and leave I mean, the you, area. You know, um, when someone needs to move on, you can't hold the door. No, of you course know, not. You've got to open the door for them to Absolutely. We, we have, oh, uh, I, he's referring, I believe, to Angela. And uh, we have a, a young woman who's been here for several years who's been writing for the local paper, and she's moving on, you know? And right. Where's she going? Oh, yeah, no. Huh? It, Where's she going? She's going back to Atlanta. But there was also, um, you know, why is my name? I'm having a senior moment. But, like, uh, the guy that ran for city commission, that was the, uh, the uh, you know, the, the kids' center on 5th Street. Between from the Neville Center? Oh, yeah, from the Neville Center. Great. I mean, you know, he was he was a tremendous individual. I mean, and I don't know how many other... Well, they're there. We just have to find them. We have to encourage people to, to take... Samuel Candy's kids. Uh, you know, yeah. that's Sam's another one. example. Sam's I'll just give one other example of about the numbers. <laughs> and this one stuck with me. Uh, there was a fellow who approached Gandhi wanted to do some kind of, I forget what it was that he had in mind, but he said, I don't have the money for the propaganda, which before advertising was called that before propaganda was that name. And Gandhi told him, the numbers are not what's important. He said, the truth is, he said, if what you say is true, it'll be like throwing a pebble in a pond, it will mm -hmm. ribble out. The true part of it is, and you never know who you're going to touch or who you're going to reach. It's true. I'll never forget, uh, my father was on the campaign trail um, with Robert Kennedy, 1968 California primary, and he got his autographs. <laughs> my father was no big shot, he was a small time producer. And my father, and Robert Kennedy wrote for my sister. Now this is the heat of the California, which is a big primary for him. I enjoyed working with your father. And for me, he wrote, we missed you on our voyages. Mm. So he stopped and thought, this is for a little boy, this is for a little girl. Now, if he thought, thought, but that had a big effect on me. It's, we never know which of the oh, things yeah. are going to be, or how big, or how, you know, just that we take one step or whatever, how it hits us, because it's a monumental task, and it's always cutting against the grain of something or another. And again, I'm, I, I keep calling him, but he's so relevant. I think. He said, the, Gandhi said, the miracle is not the dark is so overwhelming is that there's light in spite of all the dark. Light still endures in spite of all the darkness. And so this is, you know, that we can celebrate and I can come, that you would have me come <laughs> and share this story it was beyond any, when I made the film, you think, okay, here's another one no one will ever see. But then public libraries yeah. suddenly, not just here, this film now adds in 15 in New Zealand, 18 in Australia, uh, 40 across Canada, University of Cape Town, mm -hmm. University of Edinburgh, 
But I was struck like the library in, in Melbourne, St. Kilda's, it stayed checked out for nearly a year. <laughs> now who would have thought? You never know. It's not it's the type of thing. You never know who you're reaching, you never know. It's just the nature so, of it. So, Leslie, is this film available now to the library? Do you have it? Are you going to, did you purchase a copy, Leslie? No, I'll wait. Oh, you will? Okay, so you'll keep that copy. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, good. Yeah, then you can check it out. Because usually that's the way people have to discover it, or somebody has to tell them something. I was struck at the NAACP State Convention in Texas played it. I didn't know. They played it. Because one of the Texas libraries had it. They played it. You know, one of the things that was striking me, because they say there were several things that I was relating to in there, and, kind of not what the main message was, but it sort of was, is that I'm a retired teacher, and, oh. and I was very active um, in our teachers' association, our teachers' union. Oh, you and, and Alex would love you. I can tell right And, away. you know, I, uh, I tried so hard to get our teachers really involved and revved up in writing letters and doing yeah. things. And about half of them would go, well, I really don't think teachers should be involved in politics. And we'd go, do you not <laughs> get it that every decision that affects you is a political decision? All right, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, and I and I, we're still on that because we're having a terrible pension crisis now in the oh, state. And you know, and we look and we ask our teachers, "Are you not going to do something?" Well, you know, that, it'll take care of us. Sort of, please, you know. So it struck me in that again, not only about getting people registered, but getting people to understand we work and live in a political system, and you've got to do a lot of things through the system. So get the right people in there is the bottom line. And it takes, you know, I don't know if you could tell, like, the man from the Alaska Pipeline, he was in tears. He kept stopping because he kept crying. Because the men didn't think, Alice was so tough. I mean, she just would not stop, you know. And at her funeral, they said, you know, they would run out of voting cards, and Alice would call the big shots. We need more voting cards. They said, don't worry, Alice. We'll get them to you right away. Alice said, no, you bring them. <laughs> she just had that, and I know you deal with her, you better do with her, or she was going to be really at you. I mean, really at you. You know, she just, some of these figures, you know, that just come along, that just mean, want, that know that this is important, and it just catches on and caught on. It was the time to catch on. And it was the time for a young Barack Obama to say, oh, what are they doing in Chicago? It was, you know. Well, and. This could steps. be another time. I love the picture of Obama where he's turned over and the little boy is touching his hair. Yes, yes. Because yes. he made a connection. That's me. And if nothing else, that he opened that door and it will never be closed again. So every little boy is that, that's me. I could do that now. And that will open it up to a lot of people who never thought. You know, and for that moment, it didn't last when the whole world rejoiced. <laughs> I mean, all, all hundreds of, all over, they caught it. They caught that this is significant. And I just did the math myself. I thought of Dr. King's last speech, I've been to the mountaintop, and he made the con connection with Moses. You know, I mean, I'll get there with you. Well, that's exactly 40 years. It's not 37, it's not 41. It's 40 years later that Barack Obama's elected from that speech. And I think that these, you know, I think this is, we're living in thing that's significant in all time, not just in our time. Big changes are underfoot. People are coming to grips and not knowing how quite to deal with it. But we, well, that's why I think right now is yeah. a very important time. Sure, very. And people are recognizing uh, what happens after an election if you do or don't vote. <laughs> 
Yes, this next election. <laughs> I hope so. I would anticipate that our next, the next election cycle is going to have a much larger. Well, I'm going to have a larger. That will, that will depend on a lot of it. Yeah, it will depend on who the candidates are. So can we get and the right And also the voting, the voting laws are, are yes. in flux. Yes. There's a big push yes. in, the press right. in a lot of states. And there are some legal rulings that yes. have not been that made yet. Right. Yes. And, you know, and of so course, you get, you know, you have people in office that can load the courts with people that think one way or the other. I mean, you know, this is, and you're, you're, you're state after the next uh, census. And depending on who your state legislature is, you know, makes that up. Yes. yes. It's all these yeah, things are so they're... critical. They could seem, you know, uh, I was just reading this this uh, book on abolition and this uh, talk in farm. They had a July 4th rally at this city in Farmingdale, Farmington, Massachusetts. Uh, yeah. The list of speakers there were William Lloyd Garrison, followed by Sojourner Truth followed by uh, Henry David Thoreau. That's a pretty good lineup, you know, for a talk to have. But the stakes in 1857 were so high. They had that crazy fugitive slave where no trial, you could just come and then there was a tribunal and they could just kidnap. And I, this was struck in Massachusetts because they, they had this where they kidnapped the slave and, they, and the abolitionists got them free. Well, the next time there were so many uh, police officers and jailers that they couldn't get the guy. And what struck, what was striking was all the leading figures in the town, the bankers, and they, they were all applauding as they hauled this guy off to the slave ship. You know, so it's this thing, this fight has been an ongoing struggle, you know, from the, from the get-go. But the stakes, and then you have the guy from Illinois said, this is the last, our last hope of free world looks to us for the last year. And so it, it's just a worth, it's a big fight. It's always been a big fight. It's never been an easy fight. It's just so, but it, I think it's, it's just so important. That's why we love the people that sacrifice so much. I was, I was so hurt, of course, everybody was when Robert, I didn't know anything, but I knew he wrote me the autograph and he didn't, he was a rich guy. He didn't have to do that, you yeah. know. And those other people, the Medgar Evers and all of those other people that, ah, don't tell Alice you didn't vote. Ugh, that was one thing. <laughs> well, either way, we have to get going, but thank you for sharing your I hope I didn't talk to you yes. I just, uh, I, every time anybody comes, I feel like hugging anybody who's come. <laughs> when you come for this, you come. I just love the people who care enough to come out, what it takes to get people to come out at all in the night. And I just think, like Robert, you know, it's just, uh, I just remember the last line when he quoted Tennyson, I think, and he said, "'Tis not too late to seek a newer world." You know? And, uh, <laughs> there are, <laughs> things like this are very interesting because there are a lot of unsung heroes out there. Ordinary people, that's what Alice said, they're the ones. Yes. You know, I actually wrote a song about that once, <laughs> but um, it, uh, it, there are, and it, I don't know, but hopefully, Things will uh, improve because I know I'm 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 an old timer who thought they remembered the bad times, but I think I'm in the bad times again. Hopefully, we'll get through them. I tell you, good heart, you're more like you. <laughs>